Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're poppy or dense, from all be that girl to invisible fence, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. A permanent accessory, a party time necessity. Mm. He's my co-host, Evan. Now I know there's a time and a place where I can choose to walk the fine line between self-control and self-abuse. It's on this podcast with my co-host, Saker. <laughs> I thought you were going to say self-control and my co-host. <laughs> I could either control myself or, oh boy, Ev, this is a big app. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's not. When is your birthday? Now that I think about it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. It's like uh, winter time. Jesus. Is it? November? Jesus' birthday. Your November, birthday's November is when Jesus was born. No, it's the sa- we just had a birthday party for you. I'm a ding dong. <laughs> it's not your birthday. This episode's also going up in like February, February. something um, but, uh, we do have something special planned cause it's the alcohol episode. That's right? right. That's right. So we are, we're doing uh have you ever, so we're doing what's called a power hour for this mm-hmm. episode. Have you ever done one of these before? Ev? Uh, no. Okay. So do you know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> are you taken yeah, unaware? I know, I know exactly what it is. Okay. I was surprised when you showed up with all these beers, but <laughs> I mean, I do have to like go home and be with my family yeah you're like immediately after this episode <laughs> no 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 no. um yeah so so basically listeners what we are going to do is we are going to set a timer uh we're going to talk about this alcohol episode and we are going to do it while drinking a little bit of alcohol um, more than a little bit so the power hour is you take a shot of beer every minute mm-hmm. for 60 minutes right ending up with 90 ounces of alcohol it's because the american body. shot is 1.5 ounces that is correct shots vary actually from country to country really mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah how what what other countries have different uh i can't don't know any off the right wow, off top of my head little fact that is, you- israel has a different <laughs> shot so does norway and what are those shots denmark israel think- shot is a cup and a half no <laughs> i think it's it, it doesn't vary that much like they go from yeah, like no fucking they go between like two ounces and maybe like one one ounce sure. somewhere in there that all checks out um so that's like it but fuck it we're gonna talk about uh is there first saker did bring down two vomit buckets for us these are not (laughs) i mean they could be vomit buckets if you want them to be vomit buckets that's what they are but they're meant to pour our stupid beers over here's the thing also is that i hate beer so so saker is drinking cider yeah we can talk about what what actually we have i revile you not for drinking cider because there's nothing wrong with that but the fact that your cider is made in america where should oh shit yeah you dropped the fucking ball somebody why don't you talk about what you're drinking let's not be named they're actually named right now <laughs> yeah. showed up with uh i believe it's six tall boys of labats and molson <laughs> the canadianist alcohol that i could find at the grocery store exactly <laughs> oh man so shames 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 i truly didn't even think about that i thought it's even called down east what? where in canada is down east it's northeast <laughs> <laughs> and there's a down east canada oh yeah i mean it is what do you sh- think billy joel song down east your alexa is about it's about Saskatchewan. Nope, it's not. Saskatchewan it's is like landlocked. New York. Isn't it's, 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 no, it's not. But it's, it's specific, like that's about Boston. New, yeah, like New England landmarks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely yeah. not Saskatchewan, though. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to be a silly <sighs> cider boy. boys. So, uh, yeah, I, I have some down east, the unfiltered craft cider. I've never had it before. I'm it's kind got of a little. Cider it's boy. got a. It's like if when you buy your orange juice with pulp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who? Hey, who the fuck drinks non-pulp orange juice? I do. You're a monster. If you're not chewing your orange juice, it's not orange juice. I like pulp sometimes, and sometimes I don't like pulp. I'd say generally I don't like pulp in my orange wow. juice. Wow. 
Like, here's the thing. If you get pulped orange juice, you got to drink it real quick, like and within a couple days, because it gets real thick, like super oh, thick. That's what you want. You want an orange it's juice like a slurry. I don't want a slurry. <laughs> I want juice. I want a slushy. Like, if I'm getting fresh squeezed orange juice, yeah, pulp's fine. If, uh-huh. I'm, if I'm drinking it real quick, like if, if I'm getting it for a party or something, pulp, yeah, sure. But uh-huh. like, if I'm going to keep it in my refrigerator for like two weeks, yeah, no pulp, please. Oh, uh, all right. It's all context, what, bro. for a mixer, you don't want pulp. You know what? Should we just, should we start... See, here's what I feel like is we always have like a, a kind of a preamble to this episode, but it's a clever way to put it. Preamble. <laughs> well, it's a pre-ramble, I yeah. suppose, to the episode. But I feel like uh, your drink's gonna get warm and bugs are gonna get in it. Yeah, there are fucking <laughs> bugs everywhere. As you know, we record on Saker a picnic table. Is a very uh, nice guy. He lets all the bugs from his yard into his house over the winter. I feel bad that they're so and, cold. Yeah, I just. Don't feel like you should put the little caps of like sugar water out for them everywhere. I'm committing to a bit. Ev. I've dropped a bunch. I know. So <laughs> you <don't know> <laughs> So you just ruined Ev, look, it. Look, look, look at me committing. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, no, we are. Uh, yeah, I, there's no bugs, but you know, I feel like they're gonna get they're gonna get warm, right? So we should. You did heal me. You did hand me a steel shot glass, which is not, which is like, probably like one of the most conductive, least conductive. <laughs> is what? it steel? Is that yeah. what it is? You're, like now metal. you're drinking from an. Inglorious Bastard shot glass. <laughs> Movie due out, what, 2009 or <laughs> yeah. something? Any day now. Um, all right. Shall we get straight to it? Shall. Okay. We have no guests to introduce. Usually we talk for way longer than this. Our guest is alcohol. Our guest is alcohol. <laughs> Listeners, if you've never heard it before, our song this week is alcohol. Here's a quick sample. boy yeah i don't think we start with one do we yeah okay evan uh, i'm pouring it right now cheers to you my friend and here we go to alcohol a permanent accessory okay so let's talk about this song alcohol um what was your first impression i mean you've obviously yeah. did you own stunt i can't remember yeah, yeah i own stunt okay. um alcohol i think was my favorite song on stunt and still is it's your favorite song on mm. Stunt? Judging, like, in the... I don't know if I like it the most, but it's the one that has stick, stuck with me the most. Like, it's the one that I wake up, like, in my head, even in w- without having, like, prior to this podcast, now that I, like, all I can think of is Bare Naked Ladies right. songs, but, like, <laughs> it was the one that would just come with me because I am a drinker. Yes. You are... I've seen you drink more... The first time I met you, and I think I've talked about this on the pod before, you ordered a pint of Guinness and no, put it was a, a straw pitcher of in Guinness. it. A pitcher of Guinness, sorry. And put a straw in it. And then you finished it and ordered another pitcher yeah. of Guinness, Guinness and put the same straw yeah, in it. Yeah, I don't it. know why Guinness doesn't make me drunk. It's like, I could drink a amazing. lot of Guinness. Unlike Labatt's, in which case, like, one shot is yes. going to th- throw me through the loop. Oh, there's another. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> so, um, you are certainly a, a, a party time man. And I believe that when I go over your house, we do watch movies and we do tend to drink probably uh, more than than uh, a yeah. Friday night should entail. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a rarity. It doesn't happen but yeah. once every couple months. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not an, uh, like a constant drinker, but I'm a definitely a binge drinker. Yes, you are. Um, so so you so you feel like you sympathize with this song? 
No, I, like I said, I didn't say sympathize. It just comes up a lot in my head. Like I think about alcohol, and then the song just, just sort of segues into so that. So this, they've done a great job. The Brannigan Ladies, their marketing team behind oh, yeah. BNL, yeah. said, yeah. "What's a thing that doesn't have a theme song?" Duffy's yet? Muffies. <laughs> Actually, I feel like alcohol though has a lot of theme songs. What are some of alcohol's theme songs? I mean, there's a lot of songs about drinking. Like what? Name three. Alcohol. <laughs> That's by the very ladies. Doesn't count. <laughs> Next. I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, I thought so. But you know what I can't think of off the top of my head? Alcohol. But the... holy shit, I feel like this is okay, boy. Okay. I can so... definitely think of a lot of us. Uh, I mean, I know there are I feel like second to relationships and like songs about women. Drinking. There are more songs about drinking than a lot of other like cars, for instance. Really? Or, yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like there's a ton of drinking songs. I but like there are an entire Subgenre of oh, music Irish called drinking, drinking songs. songs. Okay, you're right. I suppose that is true. But it's funny that none of them achieve pop success, right? I guess shots. Shots, 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 shots. shots. Yeah, that's a song about drinking, right? Yeah. Uh, you're looking uh, at me um, so... Uh, what about uh, Chumbawamba? Oh, I get knocked down, I get up again. Take another drink. That take a whiskey drink. not about drinking. Drink. I take a vodka drink. That song has drink. drinking as an incidental part of it, but that song is about revolution. <laughs> But don't laugh at me. It is. The song is was it about yeah, death, death of the author. Yeah, it's about it's about making fun of the sort of simpletons that are like that are Irish, Scottish, English oh, football. Good God, hooligans. Not like <laughs> right. fans, but hooligans. Like just like making fun of that, and then uh, it became their anthem. Right. Yeah, so it, it is very much Death of the Author. They said, we're going to make a song that makes fun of you dumbasses. And then the dumbasses were like, hell yeah, this song fucking rocks. I feel like that's uh, maybe Born in the USA has followed the same sort of uh, yeah. line, right? There's nothing so pure that idiots can't ruin it. <laughs> God, that's a beautiful... Is that a, an original Dickens? <laughs> There's nothing so pure that idiots can't ruin it? I don't know. I say it a lot. Okay, do you? I've never heard it before, but I well, enjoy it's it. It's never come up in our situation because, you know, I don't want to... You don't want to make me feel like an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> Great, cast thank aspersions. you. <laughs> uh, so, but this song is your number one song that comes up when you think of drinking. Right. So, tell me, I mean, what, what do you sympathize with the narrator of this song? A guy who just likes drinking? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't just like drinking. Well, he, he has a problem. He has a growing Good problem. fucking God. This is going to be... This is a growing problem, I feel like. Hmm. Uh, what do you mean he has a growing problem? Like, I don't know. It's I couldn't figure out if this is a song about an alcoholic or a man who is worried about becoming an alcoholic. I think it is almost definitely the latter, right? Because we even have, in the song, he says... Uh, 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 oh, Jesus. Oh, so, so I wondered what changed the narrator's mind on alcohol. Because he says... Alcohol is like a special good time thing for mm -hmm. a while. And then in the bridge, he even says like, I know that alcohol can be self-destructive, you know. Do you think he realizes that his own behavior about alcohol is self-destructive? Oh, I'm sure. Why? I don't think there's a single alcoholic or so, like, like, I don't know. It's like smoking, right? Like any sort of like vice, I'm going to call it. But, but like, here's, here's the thing is that I think a lot of people don't understand that vaping is, is self-destructive, but it is, it's not as bad, but it's close to as bad to smoking. Right. I mean, I don't know what, do you, do you think he realizes that he's doing something bad in the song? I think so. I mean, he like he calls himself out walking the fine line between self-control and self-abuse, right? Yeah, but I think he thinks he can control it, right? 
Well, and maybe he can, right? This is only referring to a couple incidents. I right? like that we're both asking right at the end of every single one of our sentences. Like, so he's in a he's in a relationship. We'll say his right. Par- his partner is also a drinker, right? Um, wait, his partner's a drinker too. Yeah, a Malibu and Coke for you, a G and T for me. A Malibu and Coke for you, a G and T for me. I don't know that that's his partner. I think he's just drinking with somebody. Oh, okay. Right. That's the only <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, no. Now that I've pointed it out, I can't stop. That's the only time he mentions another person in this song at all. Well, he's trying on someone's camisole. Sure. But we don't know who... Okay, let's talk about the most... Pro- I think the most problematic aspect of this song, right? Is that... I got You're the only one saying it. I'm not saying it. <laughs> is this what happens when I get half a can of beer in me? <laughs> this is really bad. Um, but, like... Uh, hold on, let me take this. So he says, uh, would you please ex- ignore that you found me on the floor trying on your camisole? Would you please ignore that you found me on the floor trying on your camisole? Oh. Um, but I, I feel like, does that, I feel like it's meant to be a punchline. Is it meant to be a punchline, do you think? I don't know, because like, I don't think trying on a camisole is good or bad in and of itself. Like when I first heard it, I thought it was drying off your camisole because he's That's vomited. He's do. vomited oh. all over it. Like so, he's like he's like, had it in the sink and he's like, oh shit, I gotta clean this well, thing off. Yeah, but Mondegreens aside, that's not what the line is. Correct. So don't death of the author me here, you son of a bitch. What's yeah. this song about? It's about someone who wants to. I think that. But the, it's a, my 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 reading of it right. is that it is about a relationship that is suffering because of alcoholism. Okay, but it's come on so quickly. I feel like right. I feel like this guy has never really tried alcohol before, and then he's tried it. And he's like, "Have you ever seen that Kids in the Hall sketch, the girl drink drunk sketch?" No. Listeners. If you've not seen Girl Drink Drunk, it's in the show notes for this episode. You should go check it out. It's one of my favorite Kids in the Hall sketches. A dude who never drinks, and then somebody's like, oh, we'll try at least a girly drink. And then it's like a uh, one of those like montages of like Road to Destruction, yeah. except he's doing like Apple Teenies and like... Well, I think like they, people call them girly drinks, but they're, they usually have way more alcohol in them than beer. Yes, which that's is like, true. You don't want to... I, I guess you do want to start someone on girly drinks because they taste better. Right. But... Like yeah, they'll they'll like they'll I've fuck never you up. I've never gotten the like sort of tongue in cheek toxic masculine like eyeball to the side for like apple teenies for right. instance where, where you're drinking like three or a Long Island iced tea where you're yeah. drinking like seven oh shots my God. of seven shots of liquor yes lo- <sighs> like I'll just sip my Bud Light thank you very much <laughs> yeah Long Island iced teas are the most destructive but I don't know so so do you think this and one delicious. is is as it appears on the surface I mean I'd like to think there's more to it right. So what what is your more to it then? I don't know. I think that he's he's got a fraught relationship between a human and his love of drinking is what I think. Okay, um, but is he is he making a choice in this song? I do. I don't know who he's asking to forgive him. Sure, we're getting an in media res version of this right. relationship, right? Because he's he's saying, "Oh, alcohol, would you please forgive me?" But is he saying it to the 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 partner, and he's saying like, "Hey." Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I drink so. Where the comma is, or if there's an M dash. Yeah, or yeah. A... I mean, if you're a functional alcoholic, right? You 
you understand you're an alcoholic, sure. but you're still able to function and you're still able to like make amends with your peer group or right. your partner, right? You're saying, oh my God, I'm so fucking sorry. I acted like a fucking asshole last night. Right. I'm so sorry. Right. Like I'm going to cut back sort of thing. Or right. is he saying like, hey, I'm not going to cut back. I need you to forgive me for what I do. Right. And that's that's yeah. also, that's fucked up in a totally different way. Is it O comma alcohol exclamation point and then turn to girlfriend. Would you please Oh, me? alcohol. Oh, alcohol. Oh, As you found me on the floor trying on your camisole. Um, yeah, that's... Um, sorry about that. <laughs> Just turned on the light in here, dear listeners. Being interrogated. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I felt like this was... Like, I wanted to dig for something deeper, too. But I couldn't find a whole lot of depth in this song. Maybe he's talking to, like, Bacchus or something. Like, the god of, <laughs> oh, the god of alcohol. Yes. Oh, absolutely. The so god of revelry. Like, so he's like a priest of like Dionysus or Bacchus or like the 500 Aztec rabbit gods of alcohol. Sure. And uh, like he's, he wants to like, so if you're a priest, like assume presumably your God will like protect you. So you could like, he could like drink all fucking night, wake up, hangover free. Right. Feeling fucking great. Like he got a good, a good nine hours of sleep. Right. Pop up out of the bed, take a shot, <laughs> just go right back at it. He wakes up with an erection. He's ready to go. <laughs> right, right, right. right. That's a, that's a life. Yeah, I suppose so. It 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 certainly is. So um, here's a question: Would if you had that power, like your mutant power is, you can get drunk, you can have sex, you can do basically revelry, and you and it basically works for you like like relaxation and naps, basically. So right. you can just go party, rock and roll all night, party every day. Would you? Would you? No, I actually don't like being drunk. Like, I, I feel like it happens because of peer pressure a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Like, we're doing this episode, I suggested it, and you were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to do it. But, like, I feel like being drunk is not fun for me. And I don't even get hangovers, really. I've gotten them a couple times in my mm-hmm. life. But, like, I just feel like I am such a person who has to plan and be in control and losing that control is not a fun feeling for me Hmm. i'll do it every so often just because you know it's it's socially you know uh uh, you know people people expect you to do it it's socially expected but or societally expected but i don't know I, i i i'm not a fan i wouldn't do it you know just for fun i understand your point like the loss of control is is kind of frightening especially yeah. when it it causes problems or harms like in this in this context of the song for instance like this person is harming his relationships is he he's, i mean what how did he harm he's obviously gotten quite drunk and trying on his partner's or a friend's clothes so tell which me is this. A, which is i mean it's a social transgression right so he's gotten to the point where he's yes. doing things that aren't acceptable yes even though they're i mean it's a relatively minor thing but but but, but here's here's a, a, a something to dig a little deeper and I, I'm, I'm not sure dig it but he talks about alcohol an alternative to feeling like myself alcohol alternative to feeling like yourself so could trying on this person's camisole be an extension of that an alternative to feeling like myself mm-hmm. line? Whether he wants to, Maybe whether he, this is a trans narrative yeah. or whether this is a, I mean, you he know, could be drinking to deal with like, I mean, a lot of people, he's drinking to self-medicate. closeted, to yeah. self-medicate. And I know that Stephen Page has had substance abuse problems so. and and that's again another thing that i think we talked about with uh maybe jordan is just like are these lyrics haunting for steve do you think in any way well did he write them before or after or during i think well, that, i 
I think if you're, I mean, because you don't just get a a Coke thing. You just get a Coke. You thing. don't just get a Coke, right? Like, so this had to have been something that he fought with his whole life. Is right. like, I know I have an addictive personality. I know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So like, he probably knew. I mean, this is probably written with some experience. So, so what do you think? Do you do you think that the lyrics are? I mean, are haunting for him now? Like, do you think he looks back on this song in anger? Wow, who did "Don't Look Back in Anger"? Uh, Oasis. Okay, very good. Thank it you. Was, yeah. Continue. Yeah. We're putting in a sample right here. <laughs> slowly fade away. So I start a revolution from my bed. Cause you said the brains I had. That's actually my favorite Oasis song. <laughs> I'm really? so glad you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like Oasis. I like Oasis. I like High Flying Birds. I yeah. like the oh, Happy Evan, these are coming too quick. No, they're perfect. <laughs> okay, go ahead. We're not commenting. I feel like our, our listeners want to know that we are. Well, I'm sure they can hear the little jingle in oh, the background, right? Yeah. Like the the metronome of our existence now as we take shot after <laughs> shot metronome. after shot. Fuck, you're such a writer. The metronome <laughs> of our existence. That's deep. Uh, I don't think you would think that if you hadn't had a <laughs> cup and a half of garbage in you. Uh, that's um, a that's a Israeli shot. A cup and a half of garbage. <laughs> cup and a half of garbage. <laughs> that's an Israeli accent. A cup and a half a of garbage. A cup and a half. So you didn't answer me. Do you think these lyrics are haunting for Steve? Uh, you know, Steve seems like the kind of person who is haunted by everything. So yes, he seems like he's very. He, he seems like he feels very deeply. I know, but he like joked about having a coke habit on stage in the live show we went to. You know, right? he might, but he might be at peace with it, right? Uh, I feel like these were at one point in his life; these were haunting for him, and I feel like he's he's made he's made peace with a lot of the a lot of the demons that have right. dogged him. And again, he's got depression. He might be he might be medicating himself. He might be like doing what he needs to do to take care of himself. Yeah. That's such a fine line, though, is is talking about, like... Between self-control and self-abuse? Self-abuse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so does Steve. No. Doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and do... Like, self-medication. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, well, you know, our friend is drunk again. Like, well, you know, he's had a hard time this week. Yeah, but is that okay? Like, I don't know. I don't I, think... I think self-medication with alcohol is very different than taking... Like, going to a healthcare professional and getting an, a diagnosis and working through your issues. Right. So I'm not sure what you're saying. Well, I, I, I'm saying uh, when you were saying, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, we've lost the thread. <laughs> that was quick. Uh, wait, what, what were we just saying about uh, self-medication, though? I mean, self-medication, I don't think is a good idea. Right. Okay. In general. We're on this... Uh, we're on the same page. <laughs> it's a real casual episode of the Brennan well, I'm thinking, podcast. I'm thinking that, like, medication in the context of administration by healthcare professionals should be managed by an externality to yourself. Like right. someone is like looking and making sure that you're doing okay. Right. Whereas if you are, it's sort of like a internal observer effect. If you're the one medicating, how do you know to if you're ever doing better? Right. Yeah, so. I agree. Uh, let's talk a little more about the lyrics to this song. I thought Hasn't one of that just what we've been doing. Well, yeah, <laughs> listen, that was my segue into another lyric piece. Okay. Um, uh, I thought the line, I love you more than I did the week before I discovered alcohol. That was actually the line that I spent the most time on. It's very confusing.
confusing, right? Or did you not think it was confusing? What no, was your just, interpretation? It just sounded like you farted. <laughs> I did not fart. Uh, it's these damn chairs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the chair. Is the chair? Did I brought it. my own chair from home. I do want the listeners to know that we do this podcast enough that you have a chair that you leave here now. Saker's chairs are really uncomfortable. My chairs are incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel bad. These are IKEA four dollar chairs that we do yeah. this podcast it's like a in. Bicycle seat on top of like <laughs> copper tubing. I forced us both to. He like went down to some <laughs> some condemned house's basement and stole out a stole out a bunch of like uh, copper tubing and then welded a bicycle seat to it and that there we correct. go. That's what we sit on. That is correct. No, but I brought a butt pushing. No, because I a butt pushing because we do like three podcasts or two podcasts. And and I'd get up and like I'd feel like I was like an old person. Like I feel an old... good on these. It's like two slabs of wood that I just like. They <laughs> talking about your butt cheeks. They... <laughs> yeah, I'm like two slabs of wood. That's correct. Um, uh, I love you more than I did with the week before I discovered right. alcohol. Jesus Christ. So I'm on my third. Yeah. Okay. Because you're drinking tiny boys. I'm drinking big boys. I know. But so um, how long has it been? It's been. 18 minutes. I'm wondering when the week before he discovered alcohol, like who discovered alcohol and when was the week before that? Okay. Because yeah. alcohol, I think predates humanity. Like, well, he doesn't mean discovered like fucking invented. inventing alcohol. No, you dumb every shit. human cult, almost every, I, I want to say almost every human culture develops alcohol. Like it's one of those things no. that we all invent all the time. No. All of us do it. No, Evan. And it, pre I, I'm saying like it, it, there are, I mean, it goes back to like Assyria and they've got uh, Chinese rice wine and uh, Stone Age jugs. Like they're Stone Age jugs that are specifically made for fermentation. Like so, and there are like monkeys and apes who eat fermented fruit on purpose. So I'm I'm 99% sure before there were humans, there was alcohol. That's fine. But how do before you we existed as a species, Saker, that's, that doesn't blow your mind. How do you explain, if you think that the narrator of the song invented alcohol, mm -hmm. how do you explain the anachronisms like uh, rum and coke, a G and T? Uh, he's immortal. It's a vampire. Is this a vampire? <laughs> well, like, oh god, like I'm, like a Cro-Magnon vampire or like a Neanderthal vampire. <laughs> I can't tell whether you planned this vampire read or whether like it a, came about organically. Like just a now. Homo erectus vampire. <laughs> this could be the guy from It's All Been Done. Oh yeah. And maybe he's singing about alcohol. <laughs> yes, he is singing about alcohol. Oh, I you met, mean it's all been done. I met alcohol before the fall of Rome. <laughs> I met it in the Wild West. Uh, I begged you to let me take you home, mm. but you only existed. Because I was too drunk. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, okay, wait. I love you more than I did the week before I discovered alcohol. We are going to loop back around to this line. Alcohol evolved with us as a species. <laughs> like, it's like language. It's deeper. It's de more deeply ingrained in the human psyche than language. What a strange thing. It's more deeply ingrained. Like, we have been drinking longer than we have been talking. Is that true? No. Yes. Chrome, wait, Cro-Magnons actually had alcohol? Yeah, absolutely. What's, um, what What did they like make said, it out of? I'm fermented. Fermented. You, let, you let chew a, it and then spit it into a thing and then... Well, that's that's one of the ways you can do it. But, like, there are there are instances of, like like I said, apes and chimpanzees, like, eating fermented fruit. Like, fruit, fruit will ferment on its own. It's, sure, it's sure, sure. ridiculously easy to get sure, drunk. Sure, 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 sure. Like... Okay. Giraffes do it. Horses I, do it. I do Elephants not... do it. Pharaohs did it. Are we talking about sex or alcohol? <laughs> That's Whatever. a line, right? Like, uh, uh, elephants do it. Deers do it. Girl, won't you do it with me? 
It's so classic. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, do it. I want you to do Jim, it. Jim Cregan, he's here in this <laughs> case. It's like all those songs from like the 1920s that they're just that you think they're just talking about like bricks or meat or something right. and they're talking about like sex. sex. They're all about yes. sex because there is no no uh, societally acceptable way to talk about sex right. back then. Yeah. So they made a song about bricks apparently. Laying bricks all day. <laughs> Laying bricks the natural way. <laughs> Laying bricks, you say hooray because I'm laying bricks all day. That's my, uh, my favorite song. old blue eyes. That's old, <laughs> old no eyes. Old no eyes. Evan. Yes. I love you more than I did the week before I discovered alcohol. Yes. Can I ask you? Yes, please. Are he so he's if there is a partner in this song, he's saying I love you more now mm-hmm. than I did the week before I discovered alcohol. Right. So just like one week, we can make a calendar for this song. 2 weeks ago, mm-hmm. or at least 8 days ago, mm-hmm. he discovered alcohol. Right. And now he loves her more than back when he discovered alcohol. Mhm. So, are we saying alcohol makes this this partner more tolerable? There, per, perhaps. I'm That's saying, a shitty thing to say. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, like, I know that I've I've actually known uh, a number of couples that one of their primary uh, like social interactions was drinking together. That's that's so weird to me when people are like, "Let's go out and get a drink." Like that's a date is like yeah, going to I a mean, bar. I don't mind that. Like I'm just saying, like drinking, like drinking, like polishing off like a fifth of vodka together i will tell you that i did not drink the first time i ever had a drink was at your yeah at no at your brother's house i bullied him into it you bullied me into it it was a schmear off ice before we had one each other schmear off ice and a water clock you son of (laughs) okay anyway um (laughs) but but uh my my girlfriend when i was like the water clock was to clear you out my my girlfriend when i was like 25 or 26 was a drinker and she was the one who was like, hey, have you ever tried a Tom Collins? Have you ever tried to this? Have you ever tried to that? And she sort of introduced me to alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, that was kind of one of her, like, her her recreational things. Is like She was a recreational drinker. And obviously, that's, that's why it didn't work yeah. out between us. But, like. Well, I mean, I introduced my partner to alcohol and pot. But also. <laughs> it, uh, really? Yeah. It, uh, um, yeah. I mean, it's just something you do, right. I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's it's strange to me, but 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 that's not you and your partner. That's not an activity that you do. No, no. But it's a uh, it, we have a good time. We drink together sometimes. Sure, but it's sure, not, sure. It's not it's not a party time necessity. Sure. Is it a permanent accessory? Oh uh, no. You no. do have a closet full of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. But knives. we have a closet full of whiskey because we don't drink whiskey all the time. Okay. <laughs> that's where my son goes to read horror magazines. <laughs> right. Okay? Exactly. My two year old son. That's where he belongs. Well, so I, but I, I, I just feel like that's such a, a stealth diss. I love you more than I did the week before I discovered alcohol because it doesn't I sound like a diss. So I don't think so. Because I just want to keep. We've concentrated on this line for like eleven I know. minutes. <laughs> I, I'm still talking about the line. I'm okay. just saying like. Because when I get when I get super drunk, like I feel right. things very deeply. Sure, of course. Like I'm one of those like you're my you're my bud man. <laughs> like one of those like yeah yeah yeah. And that and I and I I feel that for my partner and my son that sort of thing like I'd do anything for you <laughs> sort of thing like when I, I get super duper drunk like yes. it makes me maudlin and uh, I was at a convention on Saturday night and I got drunk at that convention with some friends mm-hmm. and we came home we got a ride home and. Uh, the next day, my uh, friend said, oh, Sega was really drunk last night to my wife. And she said, I know. 
I know because he kept he came in the room and kept saying, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I so there you so go. So not me. only is it true for you, but it's true for me <laughs> yeah. that we love our partners more than we did the week before we discovered alcohol. Holy shit. That's so can not we, true, though. Can it we just... put this line to bed? No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's not true. I love my partner just as much as I always do, except that you're, when o- I, oh, when you're I drink... only able to articulate it because of toxic masculinity. <laughs> no, that's, that's I get also it. also not true. When I drink, I'm annoying and I say it too much. Like that's all I but, do. But um, I, I do actually kind of want to get into that because, like, there is an aspect of masculinity that only allows men to be open with other men or other people in general while drinking. While drinking. Yes. Like so, and that's kind of a sh- that's really shitty. Like, right. That's I mean that's that's one of the one of the sort of ways the patriarchy and toxic masculinity gets us down too. Right. Is right. that we're we're sort of constrained where we can't share. Our, we're not allowed societally to share feelings like that sure and i think that's uh, that's a lot of why some people drink is is to express i have been in situations where i've watched another man get drunk to talk to me really it was, it's, it's really uncomfortable like to talk about like to talk about some uncomfortable issue like wow. a like an ex an ex-fiance an ex-spouse like right. that sort of thing and you can kind of see them working up to it and it's really it's really kind of rough. And actually, um, one of the things I've done a lot of times in my male friendships is like is plan drinking dates with my other male really? friends. Yeah, wow, I, mean, I haven't because... done that with you because we talk about this sort of stuff just sober. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I don't think either of us have, have difficulty with our emotions. Right. But um, but yeah, I've actually had to do that where I plan sort of drinking dates where where the plan is to get drunk with somebody and to talk about their feelings. Wow, that's very sweet of you. Uh, well, it's kind of important. I wish <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't have to do it. Right. But like you kind of do for yeah. certain people. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a bummer. But uh, but that's I mean it's still it's it again this kind of gets us back to the self medication line like right so so these people are talking about their feelings and they're discussing them with you which is great but shouldn't they have a better grasp on their emotions and a better understanding of, of their masculinity and like, it's okay to talk to people about things, even if I'm not drunk. Well, ideally yes, but like, that's not what sure, that's not modern, modern American society prepares people for, yeah. prepares men for, for. Yeah. So again, but this isn't like a, uh, we're not talking about that. We're talking about alcohol. Well, I think, I, I think we're, we're diverging from the subject in a very interesting way. Cause if we're <laughs> just talking about this song, it's not super interesting, mm-hmm. right? It's a good song. It's a fine song. And I'm sure we'll talk about it musically. But I think talking... I don't know. I have to take this shot. Well, I mean, like, but pulling back to the line, like, to walking the fine line between self-control and self-abuse. Right. Like, there's a difference between going out, having a few drinks with friends. And, and get, what we're doing right now. Yeah, what we're doing right now. And like, self-abuse. <laughs> but, sure. like, and, and closing down a bar. Like, there's a big difference between that. So, you know. Have you ever... Have you ever closed down a bar? You seem like the type you have. <laughs> well... No, actually. Um, let me tell you a tale. Tell me a tale. My, in uh, in uh, college, we went. We both went to Ohio University, which we is a did. famous party school. Party school. Famously a party school. Um, my at senior year, my second senior year, because I was a dual major. Um, and you need two senior years, one for each major. Is how <laughs> I, I explain it to my, pa- my parents. I had two senior years and I only had one major, so good on you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, at least you had an excuse. They didn't have to pay for it because I was on a, a scholarship. So all five years? Yeah. There's no way you had a scholarship your fifth year. Oh yeah. What? I had a scholarship foreign for four language years. acquisition study grant, wow. buddy. I am real good at getting grants. Oh yeah, you are. So um, but we uh, 
my senior friends and I wanted to, my elderly friends, the ones. <laughs> <laughs> Your senior, the retirement home friends yes. you have. Yes, my elderly friends and I, we wanted to go and do a bar crawl because that was sort of a sort of a coming of age thing. Yes. Like everyone in Athens was talking about bar crawls. But we're like, you know, I don't like bars right. and I don't like it when they get super crowded. Right. So what we decided to do was start the bar crawl at two o'clock in the afternoon oh, when all the bars no. open. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was God. great. It was great. So we, uh, we went like maybe... To, uh, on court street there are probably 20, 20, 20 yeah. 23 24 bars so we went to every bar we started at 2 ended at 7 p.m did you have a pint or just like a a drink at every bar jesus yeah christ so we had uh, you know we're not drinking i mean that's what three beers an hour that's rough which is rough okay not we're as not rough even, as what we're doing now we're not halfway through this mm-hmm. fyi <laughs> yeah power hour is a bad idea we should just been drinking for this that's basically yeah, that i'm already a little bit I'm way toasty. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we ended up 7 p.m., went home and went to bed at like 8, <laughs> in bed by 8. It was like the perfect, it was the perfect bar crawl. <coughs> we, were very pr- we were very proud of ourselves to yes. the point that I'm still smiling as I say that. <laughs> you are. You're so proud. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because we both went to Ohio University, which is a the party school. In and Ohio, people yeah. used to ask me like, well, bro, I bet you party all the time. And back, like I said, I didn't drink till I was 26. I would be like, I, I am dr- actually the president of the anime club and of the Dance <laughs> and Dance we Revolution don't drink here. Club. Yeah, we did. <laughs> the Dance Dance Revolution Club? We had a club for two years. After yeah. I re- uh, retired, after I graduated, we no longer had a club. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody cared about it besides me. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But uh, So it's a cult of personality. <laughs> you do seem like the kind of person who would who would gather that sort kind of stuff. Kind of, yeah. But, um... <laughs> Speaking of this song, <laughs> yes, let's talk about this. Song. I really liked the electric keyboard whine at the sort of the beginning, like the, the wee wee wee. wee, wee, wee. wee. Yeah. yeah, that was in the synthesizers. Like it was so late nineties. I wrote that I wrote, it made me happy. I love the klaxon that sounds at the beginning of the song because that's exactly <laughs> what it was. I feel like it could wear out its welcome quickly, so I'm glad it goes away, but it starts out the song with a bang. Like, yeah. that's such a great opening to this song. I love it. It was just, and, and like, people are experimenting with a lot of different, it's like, it was sort of the 80s in a way where they're like, oh, we developed a synthesizer. Let's put this in everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But like here it's like record scratches and klaxons and like external noises. Yes. I really liked that. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah, that keyboard sound uh, uh, returns right before the chorus and then it comes in the second verse. Like, it, it doesn't wear out its welcome by going the whole song with this like crazy keyboard noise, but it it, it knows when to use it's Kev fucking Hearn. Yeah. He knows when yeah. to use this. Speaking shit. of Kevin Hearn, that honky tonk piano solo oh, after like the uh, self control and self Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Saker to admit that he likes the bare naked ladies. <laughs> you, this whole podcast was my idea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are apparently done with that line of conversation. That's fine. Um, I'm yes anding you. Yes, and it was your idea, and. Yeah, you have to do the and part. That's not on me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> about the, the instrumental, yeah, I thought the guitar, I said it was nice. Fun jangly guitar. I love that and, guitar noise. I, mean, I I really like Steve's 
uh, everyone likes Steve's voice. Steve's voice is great. Um, I like it when he's maudlin, when he's like, he's like, but the, like he can do really poppy stuff too. Like this alcohol sort of my permanent accessory sort of stuff. He, he, yeah. he drives it. He drives it forward really quickly. Well, too. it's weird because again, this is an album so they can take chances. They can do goofy things, but like this song, like sandwiched between like leave and call an answer is like such a, like, like like whiplash of emotion because like leave, an al- like an alcoholic like one moment they're ooh, weeping and then they like take a take a swing at you and then <laughs> absolutely i think that's true yeah oh man but yeah again weird pacing for this album i thought right like the, the pace is weird on this well, song it's a party i feel like bnl always has that like which is one yes. of the reasons where the resequencing came from like right. bnl they, they like their their head fakes they like their like Oh God! It's like a rack focus, like where they're like something's like out of like blurry, and they're like, "Wait, what's come? What's on the horizon? What's this? What's this? Alcohol!" And they just like yes. they like fake you out, punch you in the face, and yeah. then go back, then like make sweet love to you afterwards. Yeah, like that's true. They're, they're that kind of band. Which they're about to do on call and answer, and that's a that's a strategy of like road mixes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Like where where you're you're like just mixing stuff up. Ev, I cannot. We are a little more than halfway done. I am feeling it at this point. How are you doing? I am. Uh, I am my just finishing off my second tall boy. Oh Jesus! So I am uh, forty-eight fluid ounces. Good God! Into this. Uh, I am. This is my fourth. You should also be forty-eight fluid ounces. Can. I don't know how many ounces are in each can. Usually 12 or 16, depending okay. on the size of the can. I'm sure it says somewhere around here. Serving size, one can. <laughs> That's not helpful to me. But it's fine. Well, Yeah, I must be 48 ounces in. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with whatever you were saying. I think it's true and useful and necessary in this world. Um, yeah, I, I, I love, love the instrumentation of the song. Not only the guitar, not only that whirly keyboard, but... The party vibe in the bridge of this song. Go, go, go. Well, okay. We need to talk about that. But I'm talking about the xylophone. Fuck, that xylophone is... And not the xylophone we just heard. Yeah, I'm getting pretty angry at xylophones (laughs) at the moment. But the xylophone on the bridge of the song is like... Great! I'm not actually even sure that it's a xylophone. I put a question mark next to it, but man, it sounds so good. It's such. Well, we a know great... Kev can can wrangle on that xylophone on Kev the shoebox video, killing it on this whole. Do you think song. he's using like a giant pencil and uh, a toothbrush to play the xylophone? I'm almost <laughs> sure that is what he's doing on this album, um, on the whole album, not just on this song, but uh, like that whole that that so. Yeah, let's talk about the bridge. The go, yeah. go, 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 go. So I said that that was the part following the bridge. I thought it was cliche. I thought it was dumb. No. I thought it was silly. I it was like, but this is like Chumbawamba days, man. Now the like pro- Chumbawamba, man. <laughs> like okay. Chumbawamba, man. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen that uh, um, Upright Citizens Brigade sketch, Chumbawamba? No. Nope, oh. sure haven't. God. Okay, you need to watch Girly Drink Drunk. I need to watch the Chumbawamba, Chumbawamba sketch. sketch. Okay, good. All right. So, uh, but yeah, uh, it's like. I mean, party culture. No, I get it. It's sort of it's on to the that. nose. That's my problem with it. Oh, it's okay. like you don't need to put like a go, so, go, go, go. So you want like backhanded references to alcohol? No, you want I don't every care. Song, you want every song to be six want, layers deep. <laughs> I like, want I shame want, on you. Shame on you. I want the bridge. 
I want the whirly old timey piano. I just don't honky want tonk people is going, what I called it. go, go, go. Because I think that's fucking on the nose. Well, honky tonk piano also developed in bars. Okay. Who gives a shit? Well, like, that's not on the nose. It's something you knew right away. That's like a Western thing. That's <laughs> not a bar thing. That's a saloon thing. Right. So saloons aren't bars. <laughs> we would never confuse a saloon for a bar. I would. They're the same thing. I kind of miss. I kind of miss the saloon piano You've playing. You've never been to a saloon. <laughs> I hate this xylophone. I, I am a vampire. So I didn't. I actually didn't like the bridge that much. No, neither do I. Why are you arguing for it? I not arguing for it. I'm arguing for the go 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 part of it. That's part. Of, well, I guess that's kind of the post bridge. Mm-hmm. The p the pb the pbe the P-B- as I call P-B-B. it. <laughs> but um, pbe. Yes. But I uh like it felt like a Brian Wilson scenario where the bridge feels uh fundamental a little asmr for you don't (laughs) saker just licked the microphone um so it feels like a brian wilson because the the bridge in brian wilson felt fundamentally disconnected from the song like i'm floating in the air i'm a thousand pounds like i get that they were sort of appealing to like the psychedelic sort of 60s and 70s like Beach Boys, where the Beach Boys had a fundamental break with right. like what they had done before, like sort of a Pet Sounds, yes, where you're getting both. And uh, oh my god, that I was know, quick. Fast and Furious, baby, <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Um, so, <laughs> and Brian Wilson, it worked, but here the bridge felt disconnected. And I know that sometimes, um, like Ed writes the bridge, but but I think this is a Page Duffy. Uh, it, uh, I don't think it's a Page Duffy. Call uh, and answer. The next song is a Page Duffy. This one is too. I think so. Yeah, if you wrote it, it makes sense. I <laughs> if I wrote it, it makes sense. Yep, Page Duffy. You're right. It okay. says it right here. So yeah, yeah, I feel like it was a. I think like it was a Page Duffy joint. So maybe there was like a, a trade off. And I, yeah, one of the things I don't like to see in any sort of collaboration is the lines. Yes, you want it like, to be seamless. Yeah, exactly. Like when 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 you're collaborating with somebody on something, you want there to be no like clear demarcation between your styles. Sure. And I haven't like in the past with Paige Duffy stuff, I haven't noticed that. Right. But here I did. Like I feel like one of them wrote this, and if they didn't, then I'm fucking wrong and I'm right. an idiot. But right. like, you think this was a Duffy and Paige just sang it? I think this might have been a Paige and Duffy. Like, I feel like Duffy's a really good songwriter, and Paige is a really good songwriter. So, why do you think this was credited as Paige Duffy if Paige wrote it? Because Paige is the bare naked... I feel like if if Duffy wrote the song and Paige sang it, and Paige Paige added one sentence to it, it would be a Paige Duffy joint, because... Which is what it's credited as. Right, because he's the singer, and he's bare naked... It's a bare naked ladies song. Yes, what I'm saying is that Paige and Duffy wrote it. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> oh, no. This episode sucks. Yeah, sorry. This was a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I think we're both confused. Okay. Okay. All right. Back to... Uh, hey. Back to the invention of alcohol. This is the naked song on this album. Did you know that? No, I didn't. This is the song they recorded naked. Doesn't it feel like it? It feels like they're fucking like jamming through it. Like, this is a quick song. I can feel all their dongers hanging out like <laughs> as, as we listen to the song. Like, this one feels like it has so much energy and passion and action going yeah, on. Yeah, like, I mean, it feels like they are trying to get it over with because they're naked with a bunch of other men. Exactly. Yes. More toxic masculinity. I'm yeah. comfortable being naked with you right now while we record this. Nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. 
I'm not necessarily opposed to that, but I prefer <laughs> not to be. Well, like, just for my own comfort. We should try it. We should try it. Recording. <laughs> Please not. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, um, yeah, this is the naked actually, song. Actually, uh, Saker story. First time, uh, we were like hanging out at a, it was a convention or something like that. And uh, um, we were like playing a game or something like that. And I like took off my sweater and like my uh, stomach showed for a second. And then you went, ew. Really? I thought you were thin. Is what you said. It's like one of the things you said to me, like, but you're all fat and gross. It was like what you had said to me. I did not say you that. You did. Because we were, we were both very drunk. We I'm were both so very sorry. drunk. No, no, no. I don't remember. No apologies necessary. I am okay. fat and gross. It, it's no problem. You're not fat and gross. I am overweight. I'm way more than, I weigh way more than I want to. But you're that's, a tall man. And that's how I can hide it. Yes. That, it's a, it, but that's, it doesn't matter if you, if you're, if you're actually. But okay, we're not talking about me. But I, I just thought it was a funny story where you're just like, "Ew, gross." <laughs> Ew, gr- I'm because, so sorry. Because I because I'm so tall, I wear it well. Yeah. So it's hard to see that I'm actually quite big. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. So, but we I mean, both were skinny fat. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm skinny fat. I'm a diet like 63. Yeah. We appear to be skinny from the outside, but yeah, we actually we have, have big old guts. We have good arms. Yes. Yes. And we wear sort of... And sort we're of, somewhat tall. You're way yeah, taller than we I We wear big shirts. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I only wear t-shirts for that reason. Yeah. yeah. So that they no one knows out. that they I'm a fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing up my own spot here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which is real bad, but yeah. Um, okay, so this is the naked song, as I mentioned previously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, my notes are not opening at the moment. Hang on. So uh, did you know, speaking yes. of the invention of alcohol, that... Uh, they did. Uh, I was reading a bunch of uh, um, articles on JSTOR. If you're not on JSTOR, you should get on JSTOR. It's amazing. That's um, the uh, the academic. Yeah, it's a it's an alcohol uh, 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 article database. Uh huh. It's huge and amazing. If you're associated with the university at all, you can get onto it. Right. Uh, you can read articles about anything. But I was reading an article on methods. Okay. Uh, which is a journal on primate behavior. Uh, it was a specific journal on primate behavior. Do you know that rhesus monkeys have different types of drinkers? Really? How so? Yeah. Like, um, uh, it was, a, I think, a 2006 article, and uh, they studied rhesus, ma- rhesus macaques, and they were given, these these monkeys were given, al- like, access to alcohol. Okay. And uh, they, like... <laughs> The one there were some of them that when they were when you were when the monkeys were alone they tended to drink more. Uh-huh. They used also sad drinkers. Yeah, <laughs> they also um, if the end of like a hard day of like work, whatever a monkey considered a hard day of right, work, where right, they were like right. foraging for food or something, they would drink more. Right. And then some of them uh, drink prefer to drink alone, and okay. some of them drank like together, and they got rambunctious, and um, they tended even monkeys tended to drink more at the end of the day. Really? Yeah. I guess it's not a... especially if they've been busy. So like, well, because that's like... I get that because drinking makes you feel bad, and you don't want to feel bad the whole day. <laughs> you don't want to be you a... feel bad. Drinking makes you feel good. <laughs> no, but I drinking think makes everyone... you feel more what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I just blow Sakers. <laughs> I, I blew you Young Sakers. That's the first time I've realized that drinking makes you feel more of whatever you're feeling. I, yeah. If you're an angry person, you're going to be an angry drunk. Well, it, it, it brings out sort of things that normally your society and consciousness would hide. This is your, you you have to do two. Oh. You were talking Reese's fucking monkey through the whole. Okay. okay. Sorry. My I, apologies. Just FYI. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Oh, God. Hey, that's an interesting, I had no idea. 
so yeah yeah so uh did Prime... you just search jstor for alcohol yeah i i actually do that for every song that we uh that <laughs> no we review because i do i, I just do no a J- i do just do a day i type the the name of the song into jstor and i read the first article that That's it brings up great and like maybe like 50 percent of the time it's completely <laughs> unrelated but like you know 50 percent of the time it's really interesting yeah like i read about rhesus macaques getting drunk that's really fun just I also read about uh, alcohol dehydrogenase, which is a really interesting subject. Which is what? It's something that uh, exists in every human's blood. It's just because we've been drinking for longer than we've been a species. Uh-huh. Like it's a uh, it's a thing that helps us metabolize alcohol. Okay. And depending on how much your culture, like I hate this. culturally, I hate this. like like culturally how much your culture has uh culturally dr- drank uh-huh. i keep saying culturally but like <laughs> how much your culture has drank historically um <laughs> determines how much alcohol dehydrogenase you have in your blood okay so uh caucasians have more alcohol alcohol dehydrogenase than sort of like african, which means they've drunk more african and asian populations yeah it's sort of like a weird white privilege more sort of thing african and asian pop- i wouldn't imagine caucasians have drunk more than asians i don't I don't know, like, uh, but like it's Chinese wine is a uh, a uh, exactly an institution. It's, 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 <laughs> Chinese wine, like baiju, is real rough. Like right? I can't, and it might be I don't know what it is, but actually it's really interesting. Like um, men have more of it in their have more of it than women. That checks out at first. Oh, but somewhere around your like thirties or forties, it switches. Really? Yeah. So um, so men will have less of it in their in their system in their like 40s and 50s the men, men can handle alcohol not as well as like older women which is really interesting and then the thing is that i was i was talking about it like the the thing that was actually interesting um to me is that yeah like alcoholism and uh drinking actually is sort of perpetrated in in american society as like hey have a glass of wine a day it'll right. help you out and that's right. because the alcohol dehydrogenase in Caucasian blood will help you like burn through that quicker. Okay. So it's, it's sort of a healthy, like have a glass of wine a day. It helps your heart. Right. But that, but it shows no health benefits for uh, people of Asian or African really? descent. So that's sort of a, that's a really shitty thing to do is say, Hey, yeah. have, a, have a glass of wine a day where it's actually hurting some populations of American citizens because that's interesting. it's sort of like saying like, uh, like, like all the heart attack symptoms yeah. are all about men. Right. Like women have heart attacks totally differently than yeah, men yeah, yeah. do. So like, and they're more rare too, right? Like I, women I heart attacks. I don't actually know. I think they are. So I it's mean, really, it's, it was interesting to me to, to see this sort of, I mean, again, like drinking is something that we can do marginally better. And it's marginal. It's not like a huge difference right, until we're like 40 or yeah. 45. And then, and then women can do drinking better than us. That's really, really strange. Hey, can we go back to the song? We haven't talked about the song in like 15 minutes. Is that? Yeah. Do you think people hate us? Uh, I think you should cut out 90% of this episode. <laughs> we are. Hey, by the way, we are at 46 minutes. So if you're following along at home, you've taken 46 oh. shots of beer. So good on you. Well, I, mean, I hope someone is following along at home. They should be able to hear the jingle jangle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You can follow. That's what I'm saying. You can follow along. Well, I feel like you could bully one of your friends into doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, here's my question. Ev, yeah, go ahead. we've moved away from the upright bass and we found ourselves a more successful album. Jim is no longer playing the upright bass on this album. He's playing the electric bass. What? And this album, I mean, he's playing more electric bass songs in this album than he's upright bass. Okay. In this song, too, he's playing the electric bass. So, like, 
Do you think there's some 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 coordination, some coagulation between playing the electric bass and having a successful pop album? Don't think so, because like I feel like Jim sells the upright bass. He fucking sells that shit. Jim, why why isn't he playing it more on this album? Because he's playing the electric bass. It sound it it sounds different, right? It does for sure. So I mean, I mean, he's playing a more pop bass, right? Yeah, he's playing a more 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 commercially accessible bass. I just don't know because like bass is never high in the mix, right? Right. But again, it's the foundation of the sound, right? Like it's not like a. I mean. Drums are obviously like the the, I hate this. the, the fundamental foundation of <laughs> I everything. Can't do, this is my sixth cider. In an hour. I hate this so much. Well, okay. Well, sorry. the thing is, like, uh, I've, I've, I went to talk to a bunch of uh, friends of the pod before this. Right. We were drinking. Brian Wolf. And Brian Wolf is one of them. Sure. And uh, he said that he'd never seen a power hour where both parties didn't vomit or all parties didn't oh, vomit. Oh, no. So I think that I think we can I make think it. we'll be fine. We yeah. only have like twelve more to go. Oh my Jesus! You're right. I am, you uh, have the your vomit. I'm just right finishing there. my third my third tall boy in t- 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> and so. we're gonna watch Lady in the Water after this, oh, so we're sure. all good. Yeah. So if you're playing at home, do a power hour <laughs> and then watch Lady in watch the Water. An, watch any M Night Shyamalan video. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. Uh, but I don't know. Do you think there's some some some? What is the word I'm looking for when two things happen because of each other? Synchronicity. I guess. Tandemonium. Oh my god, you're a nightmare, man. No, tandemonium. That's this where like two terrible... combined with the word tandemonium made me feel like I'm having a fever dream. Like uh, tandemonium. That's where it's chaos in two things because of each other. It's the opposite. Like uh, You made me snot out of my the nose. The stock market crash caused the political... Uh, caused us to elect Trump. Really? Something terrible like that. I don't. Is that know. the tandemonium? I don't know. I was just saying words. Okay. Um, Do you think there's some tandemonium between electric bass and pop success? The opposite of tandemonium. Do you think there's some sweet ammonium? Sweet emotion. <laughs> sweet emotion. So yeah, yeah, I, I do. I honestly, um, like, there's a reason why they started doing that, right? Sure. Like the electric bass was a was. <laughs> it's like a more successful guitar. <laughs> I guess. Right. The keytar was like, yeah, the fucking keyboardist, like Kevin Hearn can look real cool too. Right. And like play keytar, but nobody fucking uses the keytar anymore unless right. they're making a specific callback to the 80s. Right. Okay. So? So it was a more successful version of that. Like they made an electric bass, it took off, and everyone plays the fucking electric bass now. Interesting. Also, it's probably because a keyboard is way easier to transport than an entire giant bass. Well, but that's. We're not talking about keyboard versus bass. We're talking about electric bass versus. Yeah, I think that I think that the, the electric bass, the sound of the electric bass, is fundamental is a fundamental part of the rock and roll sound. Have you only drunk Labatt's so far? Oh shit! You've yeah. not started on Molson's. No, yet. I haven't even gotten to my. That's Molson's. okay. Okay, I'll, I'll switch this. Yeah, out. why don't you I'll switch to Molson's? Okay. Thank you. The thing is like <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> I uh, I got a Labatt's. Talking to the microphone, please. <laughs> I got a Labatt's ice. Which is the uh, um, like high alcohol version of that to start, and then I got mostly Labatt's Blue, or sorry, Labatt's Blue Royale, which is a higher alcohol version, and then I switched to oh, <laughs> Labatt's Light. I can know. And now I'm on Molson Ice, which is another high alcohol version. So, um, okie doke. Uh, hey, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. um, some some weird Wikipedia stuff for this song, right? Okay. 
Ed is credited on this track as having, he's credited with invisible rap. Yeah. What does that mean? Go, I could go, not go. find. Go I, rhymes with go. No. <laughs> no, because the party was recorded live at Jimmy C's birthday. Jimmy Carfagna. Okay, I don't give a shit. King. <laughs> I don't give a he shit. He is the meat king of Toronto. I don't if give you a lived shit. Lived in who Toronto, you is. would know who Jimmy C, Jimmy C was. Jimmy C. You don't mess with Jimmy C. You get the horns. Okay, Jimmy C. Party was recorded. I think the party means the party noises during the bridge. So here's when they're some... like doing the whirly, the do 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 do. There's like party noises that was recorded at Jimmy C's birthday. Great, but what the fuck does invisible rap mean? Oh yeah. It, it, um, everyone's actually credited on this album with invisible whatever they're playing. Does that playing. mean they were moving their lips as the other people were no, playing their No, it just means that they can't, uh, you can't see them. What? Like Jim Cregan. Yeah. Invisible bass. Okay. <laughs> that just means they're playing on an album. Yeah. Kevin Hearn. Invisible piano. Okay, invisible great. guitar. Yeah. And invisible guitar. Weirdly. Steven Page, invisible singing. Ed is the only one credited with invisible rap on this song. Nobody else is credited with invisible anything. I feel like it was recorded at Jimmy C's party. Are you not pouring over the vomit bucket? No, I don't need to because I'm not spilling anything. I'm spilling yeah, a lot. Saker has spilled a lot of alcohol. His permanent accessory. Oh, do you have to? So at the end of the uh, um, the end of the recording, we have to finish out our vomit buckets. We have yes, to drink, so we have we to have drink, to the drink the all the leaves that are in my vomit bucket. I have bucket. zero, so I'll just put the bucket over my head like I normally do. Uh. I thought that was very strange, and I couldn't figure out why Ed was credited with invisible rap on uh -huh. this song. Did you find out? No, I couldn't. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't find it out. I don't know. I couldn't do any of that. Hey, um, this song was also in the movie Flight. Do you know the movie Flight? Is that like Up? No, it is not like Up. <laughs> do you know the movie Flight? Is that the uh, one about the geese migration? That is not about Sully. Is it like a uh, um? Like one of those like Kosai like take, ultra take screen movies. One more guess. Is it about uh, the Wright brothers? No. Okay. The movie Up was the movie about Denzel Washington. The movie Up was the movie about Shit. Denzel Washington. The movie Flight was whose about... wife had died and he fell in love with a young boy. My name is Willie McGuffin <laughs> Jr. The movie Flight was about, was the Denzel movie where he had a drinking problem but he was a pilot. How isn't that so fucking on the nose? Like, that's the most on-the-nose thing I've ever oh, heard yeah. in my I mean, life. That's, that's why you put songs in movies. Mm -mm. You play to irony, or you play to laughs, or you play to... Well, that's... With, do you remember the movie Flight? I've never seen it. Did you have to look it up? Are we watching it was after it, this? Oh, was, it huge, was it a huge movie? No, it, was, it was about... A, yeah, it was a huge movie. It was a Denzel movie. I mean, Denzel's great. Don't get me wrong. But right? like... Was it like an enemy at the gates? Or no, that was a different. That was a Denzel movie. I'm trying to think of Denzel movies off the top of my head. Training Day. Was that a Denzel know. movie. Don't ask me. You're gonna. You're. You may be confusing black actors, and I am not going to be part of your. Yeah, Training Day was Denzel. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm just trying to think of the one that he was in, where it was like the. Uh, never mind. It okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> Go I'm going down ahead. a fucking rabbit hole like in my brain. <laughs> but yeah, there are a lot of great Denzel movies. Um, Do you think this is too on the nose no. to put in a Denzel movie no. about yeah. a, a a pilot who has an alcohol problem? This is also the uh, commercial for um, Michelob Ultra. For <laughs> it wasn't. Was it? No. You're a liar. Yeah. Ev, do you have anything useful to say in this podcast anymore? Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. So this song is actually 
a post-apocalyptic <laughs> song. How is it post-apocalyptic? It's about rediscovering alcohol after a culture-crushing apocalypse. Uh-huh. How so? In which all knowledge is lost. Sort of like a... Um, this guy is like a Johnny Appleseed. Okay. But actually, Johnny Appleseed was an alcoholic. Because, yeah, he was doing it for cider. Applejack. Not cider. For me- like It's the same thing. No, it isn't. It's like uh, saying that uh, brandy is wine. Okay. Applejack is a... like Brandy li- is wine. Uh, it's a liquor. It's a liquor. It's fundamentally different. So, uh, so you've got this like uh, Johnny alcohol seed <laughs> roaming the blasted countryside, introducing people to booze, uh-huh. sort of like a canticle for Leibowitz sort of thing. William William Miller Jr. What are you saying? Okay, so, canticle for Leibowitz is a. Uh, um, oh, we're having you have to you have to edit out all the pauses where we take these. No, no, no. Shots. Nothing is being edited from this episode. No, please, please, please <laughs> send it to your friends but uh um <laughs> yeah to edit it send it to someone who's not you okay but uh it's a critical for weeble which is a great story it's a sci-fi story um in the future where everyone is dead and like there's like a simplification so like knowledge is lost sort of like a dark age sort of thing and they find this uh shopping list uh-huh and they sort of build an entire uh thing around it so okay get, get bagels for emma get okay. uh, get some lots like okay. it's like this Leibowitz is like a he's sort of like a uh, um he's canonized but he's not a saint so like the church is preserving knowledge in this like monastic order of Le- it's about the monastic order of Leibowitz, but it takes place over like i want to say hundreds of years okay and so it follows this monastic order that's trying to preserve knowledge but like the knowledge they're trying to preserve is part of it is this shopping list okay that's what gets him canonized that's really cute (laughs) yeah all right uh, it's a it's a really funny uh interesting novel and it It sounds good it holds up pretty well okay so when was it written uh, I want to say in the 80s or 90s. Okay. Yeah, Canticle for Leibowitz. Um interesting. So I'll like uh so this is like a uh, um This is a Catholic monastery. <laughs> I post, forgot you were doing post, your apocalypse. Post post blitz. So uh-huh. post simplification, so like there's a dark age, like fucking mutants, cannibals, all that fun shit. Uh-huh. And they're trying to preserve this knowledge, but the only thing they have are drink recipes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so okay. So this is some bartender's guide yeah. to the and future. The, the alcohol, yeah, they find like the, the yeah the little bartender's book for yeah. the future. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so this is that's my that's my post-apocalyptic read is they uh, <laughs> they uh, Tom Collins is our saint. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got it. Or just alcohol in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, there's a one of the things from Canical Floyd which I loved is there's a simplification where they burn they like it's basically like MAGA people take control okay. and not only do they like stop it's. It makes me angry. Okay. So they're like, they're <laughs> run around killing people with glasses and burning books. Oh, yikes. Like, okay. They're just destroying things. And they're, they, they, uh, the, one of the ways we get back at them is calling them simpletons, and they okay. take it as a badge. So they just call themselves simpletons. Like deplorables. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so like, a lot of times in the book, they'll refer to each other, oh, hello, good simpleton. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey. Uh, <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. It's a very clever book, and oh, I would highly God. recommend it to oh, anyone. Oh, man. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. So okay. that's my apocalyptic read. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Ev, do you have anything else to say about this song? I don't know how many minutes do we have left. That, uh, we are good. <laughs> oh, we, good hit the, we hit the sixties. We can leave now. <laughs> no, how many? How many minutes do we have left? We're, 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 what are we at? We have like two minutes left. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, no, then let's rate this shit. All right, Evan. On a <laughs> we scale are totally of, not drunk right now. On a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. How would you rate this song? The oh more Brandon the song God. is, the more awesome it is. So this song is, I want to say mostly nude for me. 
Okay. So this song has this is this is like a guy who at a party has like taken off most of his clothes, (laughs) ripped off a bunch of shit, and like this is one of the things like his nudity has seared itself into my memory Uh because this song is an earworm for me. Like Uh this song has followed me through decades. (laughs) So like I don't want to see him naked. I've seen him mostly naked (laughs) and like at night before I fall asleep, sometimes it will, it will make itself known in my thoughts and I don't want that. That's a drink. That's our final one. Oh no. Was the final drink. No. (laughs) Or fuck. That was easy. Neither of us vomited. That was very easy. (laughs) Yeah. So like, this is a guy like his clothes are torn. He's poured beer down his shorts. Like Uh our, our fun author guest. Yes. Um, he's at one of Tyler's. Wait, who is? It? He's at one of Tyler's parties. Okay. Yeah, you know those Tyler parties. Oh, Paul. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. I forgot. You know those Tyler parties. Yes, Tyler. So he's at that one of those parties. He's uh, flipping out like he's ripped off his clothes. He's uh, he's like just just acting out. Okay. But not in a bad way. Okay, in a fun like, way. Yeah, like he's, you know, the thing is like drinking can make you fun. But not constantly. Like, you're, you're a good time. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember the times I was fun and everyone had a good time because we were all drinking together. The problem is that everyone needs to be drunk for you to be a good time. If there's anyone of a less level of drunkenness than you, they're having a bad time. It is shitty to be the most drunk or yes. stoned or yes. high person in the room. Yeah, that's the per- that's the place you don't want to be. You're the person that everyone is laughing so this at. Guy not is, with. this guy yeah. So this guy is that guy. Right. So it's like he's mostly naked, but not really anyone wants to see him naked. Everyone's laughing because they're like, he still has some crit. But this is your favorite Brandon Good Lady song no, on stunt. This is the song. I didn't say favorite. I said this is the song that I I don't like this song that much. But it's the song that has made itself known to me so many times. Like, this is the song I remember. Like, even before we started this podcast. Like, alcohol, would you please forgive me? Is like the... It's like a refrain for my life. <laughs> Makes me sad That's in my heart. Horrible. Oh, thank you, Saker, for okay, judging me. I'm sorry. Thank you for judging me. I'm sorry. Okay. So yeah, it's a guy wearing ripped boxers, <laughs> and somebody whose nudity I don't want to remember. Great. Uh, I think. Great. Uh, this is a man doing. Um... I'm so glad you have that bucket. Saker, uh, uh, for the listeners at home, Saker just moved his microphone, knocked his glass of uh, garbage water into his uh, bucket. I, he was well planned. Like, sober Saker planned well for drunk Saker. Thank you. Oh, stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm moving my microphone too much. Well, I mean, you're going to knock your F-boy. microphone over. Yeah. This song is a man mm-hmm. who is fully naked. Getting through life the best he can. Except literally everyone else in the room wishes he were clothed. <laughs> that no was my, one, that was exactly what I said. <laughs> no, literally everyone hates it. Everyone is upset <laughs> that he's naked and no one is happy. No one is excited. No one is, this is embarrassing. Aroused. And tomorrow that person who is drunk is going to be embarrassed, incredibly embarrassed by mm-hmm his actions that night uh so i think this song is upsetting this song is embarrassing this song is this song to stephen page is probably a black mark on his record because the reason he stopped being a bare naked lady is because of 
ostensibly his habits, uh-huh. right? So I think this song is probably a good indication of like, I have an addictive personality. This mm-hmm. is et cetera, et cetera. So I think this is probably indicative of his bad habits, right? Uh, maybe. So I think this is this is a song that nobody wants to see nude. Put your clothes <laughs> yeah, back I, I, on. This is not that kind of party. We're all having fun at at, at Jimmy's birthday party. We're playing party. Settlers of Catan. Yeah, we're playing Settlers. Why are you taking and off you your were clothes? for some reason playing Strip Settlers of Catan. <laughs> strip Settlers. Oh, the thief showed up in my desert again. <laughs> so like, please stop. Like, people thought it was funny for like ten minutes, but now it's half an hour in, and we're like, ooh, this is weird. So you need to stop. That's my rating of this song. So it's, it's a song that is nude that nobody no wants, wants to, to see be it nude. nude. So I think we had a very similar rating. Hold on, hold on. Okay. A thimble on each finger. <laughs> a I, have on to, each... I have to make it worse than Eden. A thimble on all its toes. <laughs> I have to make it worse than Eden. So it's like so it's naked. It's walking around the party and it's like jingle 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 because it's, <laughs> it's just got thimbles on its toes. Thimble on the fingers and toes. This is a jingle bells. I'm song. still taking shots every minute. Why am I doing? I don't know. We're done. Uh, Ev, that's how I feel about this song. I agree. Hey, Evan. Hey, we're not drunk. What have you been... Yeah, we (laughs) recorded this commercial in advance. We know we're using it for alcohol, but... Sorry. Sorry, Take a little detour here. I could put a bucket on my head. That's not really going to help either of us, I don't think. Does this make my voice sound differently? It makes you sound dumb. Uh Oh. Um, What... uh, Do you feel different when you get drunk? No, I feel exactly the same. It's impossible for me to tell the difference between whether I'm drunk or sober. And for anyone else. So right I now- challenge you, listener, to tell whether I'm drinking right now <laughs> or whether I am stone cold sober. I wonder how much of a title shift this is going to be from where we just left off in the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably not much. We're I still mean, uh, manic. Yeah. And uh, and silly. Uh, which is what I presume... If you could drink anything, what would you drink? I would. <laughs> Sorry, was that the question? Yeah, drink something you can't normally drink. Right now? Yeah, what would you want to drink? Oh, Jesus. This is very confusing. Like lava. Uh, I'd want to drink the concept of joy. Hmm. So you just want to, like, feast on people's joy? Or just, like, once you've drunk it all, there's no more joy in the world? No. I just want to grab some joy that's floating in the air and drink it. I don't want to... Do I have to steal it from somebody? Well, I mean, if you drank water, someone's cup of water, they wouldn't have a cup of water anymore. Yeah, but if I drank water from a river, nobody would notice. Well, how much joy is in the world, do you think, right now in this political situation, in this in this context, in the so American think, context, in the Ohio context? If somebody doesn't have joy, it doesn't exist. No, I think you can manufacture joy just like you can manufacture pee. <laughs> pee. Sorry, that's what I would drink. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yes, good. the answer, of course, is urine. Everyone would drink urine. There was urine. a correct answer to this question. Then you question. could be a closed system. You could be invulnerable. No one could get you. <laughs> what would you drink if you could drink anything? Uh, I just basically out of <laughs> okay. myself, obviously pee. No, lava would be pretty cool. Lava? Yeah, it'd be fun to drink lava. Just, just want people to look at you. Like yeah. me, I'm drinking so hot lava. One of those like, YouTube videos where it's like, oh my God, the lava is this car. And this little guy like, just runs. Because I couldn't wear any clothes because they'd burn off me. Right. But I'm immune to lava. Just right? a naked. So no, just a, the rest of your body isn't. Well, I have to be able to. I have My body has to be immune to it for me to drink it. Mm-hmm. You have to get a nice straw. I like a metal. No, because it'll, <laughs> it'll still melt the metal. It's hot enough. So yeah, I, my body's immune to lava. Uh... Not your whole body, just your mouth and esophagus and everything. Everything like I don't obviously. Well, no, because I'd still burn up. 
Like, if you get close to lava, you catch on fire. Oh, yeah, like, it's really so. fucking hot. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'm immune to heat, basically. Right. But only in the context of drink. Like, I can, I'm immune to lava when I go up, take my drink, and then when I go to a safe distance, that's that's the extent of my immunity. So I've got, like, a really, really specific immunity. What? So what if your superpower was that you could drink lava, but you still can't get close to it or ever touch it? <laughs> oh, or... What irony. <laughs> what <laughs> classical irony. Irony in the classical sense. How would you ever even know? It's like David Dunn, who never realized that he'd never gotten sick or gotten injured and unbreakable until M Mr. Glass, Elijah Price, told him that. And then... How the fuck do you find that out about somebody? Just like go Because there was a horrible train crash and he was the only survivor. I bet there's a lot of people who have never taken a sick day. Like, how would you know if someone got sick or not? Uh... What do you, how did Elijah know? Because he, he. I don't care about fucking Unbreakable, Saker. We made that fire clear. <laughs> so when there's a horrible tragedy, you wait for the words, there is one survivor miraculously unharmed. And then you go and talk to that guy and you say, hey, how many sick days have you ever taken in your life? And he goes, I don't know. So what about like. I'm just recapping the plot but of what if, what if he was fucking wrong? Like, what if he just. <laughs> well, that's why he asked his boss and he asked his wife. No, no, I mean, but like. You just have a really healthy guy who miraculously survived a train wreck. And trust me, this isn't Mr. Glass's first rodeo. He's talked to many He's killed people. a bunch of people? I oh. mean, that's the twist of Unbreakable. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Is that he manufactured... Hey, uh, spoilers. I got shamlammed. <laughs> I got shamland. I got it's shamwowed. It's such a good fucking twist at the oh, end yeah. of that movie. Uh, I, I've heard nothing but good things about Man, Unbreakable. Man, Unbreakable's so good. I love that movie. Uh, we, we just talked about Statute of Limitations spoilers uh, yeah, a couple of episodes yeah, ago. You're, you're, that was yeah. 2000, so 19 years later is okay? Yeah, I would say any like over a decade is fine. Okay, we're all right. All right, good deal. Woo! <laughs> I got scared for a while. You got broke. I got broke. Just like. Do you think it would be funny if instead of Unbreakable and Split, the movies were called Breakable and Unsplit? I mean, the first movie would be called Unsplit and the second movie would be called Breakable. Those are way better titles, right? No. <sighs> okay. Is it weird that the first movie's Unbreakable, mm -hmm. the second movie is Split, mm -hmm. and the third movie you're expecting like pieces or something, but it's glass? I know. I, I have no buy-in. <laughs> like I haven't seen any of them. Well, I'm just talking about the titles themselves. You've got something unbreakable. You've got something split. I would call them one. Movie one, Willie Boy Learns a Secret. Movie two, Other Guy Learns a Secret. Hold up. Did movie you just three, call Bruce Willis Willie Boy? Willie Boy Learns a Secret. <laughs> the four, movie movie three, Samuel L. Jackson, he's got a secret. <laughs> You're going to find it. I would name all my movies uh, sentence or two sentence long <laughs> descriptions. Put Lady in the Water there. is now known as, oh wait, that's a long enough title, <laughs> Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water is two movies. One of them, first is not the same movie as the second. <laughs> we never watched Lady in the Water. Right, we should. We should. We'll watch it after we finish recording this episode. You know, that might be worth doing. Okay, fine. I'll rent it from Amazon because I threw away the DVD. <laughs> and that's the end of this commercial. <laughs> Which was definitely about something. <laughs> um, actually, what is this commercial for? Give me a number. One, two, three, Amazon. four, five, six, uh... seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> eleven. 11. Kevin was on the brink of suicide when he met a man named Joe. Graybo is my Drabo. <laughs> yeah, I love that you know the fucking titles of these things. We've done these for too long. Is Joe an angel, a demon, something else entirely? Regular readers know, as all four seasons of the text-based weekly web series, G.O.D. is my BFF, are now available. I think it gives it away. What do you mean? It's like, is Bruce Willis a healthy guy? Is he a superhero or is he unbreakable? Come and find out on Unbreakable. Listen, the journey is the Does fun. this guy have multiple personalities? Is he a superhero? What is he? Come find out on Split. It's the personalities. journey, not the destination. Hey, that movie's insane, by the way. Did you know that dissociative identity disorder can change you physically? 
Oh yeah, turns you into the Hulk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So you can have a personality that has diabetes and the rest of your personalities don't. My understanding is that like dissociative personality disorder really isn't a thing. Yeah, it's now. I think is the, it folded into I, schizophrenia? Yeah, I don't think it's the. I don't think it's it's a sub a sub. Uh, um, I feel like we are armchair. Yeah, again, I I I just remember reading that it wasn't in the most recent DSMV, and oh, that really? might be it might be political, or it might be that you know they. It's, it's it's just been sensationalized to the point that like political is big schizophrenia trying to take over the market for DID. <laughs> Evan made an elephant noise and did the whole trunk and everything. Everything's depression. Yeah, I changed physically into my elephant personality. No, I don't want to make light of mental illness. The beast has elephant skin. Hey, Split was a shitty movie that was a lot of fun to watch. All okay. right, that's the end. I want to talk more about M Night Shyamalan movies. Well, we'll do the Shamcast. <laughs> I got so excited by this thought. I mean, we can do, like, for our inevitable Patreon, uh -huh. <laughs> we can do tiny little mini-casts. Yeah, that's why I feel very comfortable suggesting them. Okay, perfect. Got it. All right. mini-cast. I'm drunk. All right. Welcome back ah. to It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Right now, it's time to spin that big wheel. So let's go ahead and spin that wheel. <laughs> the theme. The, the theme? <laughs> what the, is the, the, Why are you continuing to drink? Because I'm still doing the power hour. The, uh, the segment for this week is called Go Home. Describe what? where this narrator lives. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, this is one of my new ones, <laughs> This right? is one of your yeah, new okay. ones, yes. So, where do you think this narrator lives, Evbo? Oh, God. So, this narrator lives in, like, a... Uh, and I'm only speaking from my own personal experience. He lives in, like, a house. It's in the city. But, like, in city limits. But it's a house that is, like, in a... It's it's sort of an old house that was really nice at one point, but it's kind of shitty now, and it's been rented out by a bunch of bands. So yeah, it's a, it's a house that has been like, it has seen much better days, uh -huh. and it's been rented out by a bunch of either bands or college students. Uh huh. So it, it's like, it's got wooden, it's got wood floors, it's right. got like bookcases, it's uh -huh. got shit like that. Like, but it's, you know, like the bookcases are full of like beer bottles. Oh god, it's one of those fucking houses where. Uh, the windows have like liquor bottles in them to like show off like, oh, look how much we drank here. It's one of those houses where you walk in and there's like a um, just some sort of flag on the wall, like an Irish flag or right. like a Moroccan flag, like whatever, whatever they are claiming ancestry from. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, come and come and like, it's a party house basically right. is where he lives. And he lives there with like, oh, I want to say like. Eight. 11. I, I want to say eight, but I wanted to go like higher than like 11 other people. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's hard to refute what you're saying because I feel like mine was going to be exactly the same. It's a college. It's definitely a dude who's in college, he looks, right? He's so an this undergrad. Is, well, uh, so this is a guy who isn't an undergrad. In my in my story, he's an okay. undergrad, but he still lives in dorm, like in, oh, in undergrad housing. No. Oh, I think he lives off campus. Yeah, I mean, it's off campus, but it's like it's still like college housing. So he yes. lives with like four or five other, or no, I'm sorry. We so like seven to ten other people. Yeah, for sure. That just like so he gets like a tiny room that's his. Right. And then most of it is garbage. And some of them bring dogs. Yeah, one it's, of them has a cat for yeah. sure. Oh god, the whole place smells like nobody pee. changes the litter box. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I actually am picturing 
my senior year uh apartment in ou uh-huh. uh yeah it's a it's a two-story my cat has ripped up all the carpet in the house <laughs> because he's a you were the guy. cat person i was oh you garbage person oh, i miss my little rsvp barnaby, barnaby, barnaby detective barnaby. detective barnaby <laughs> 100 percent my poor kitty is gone rcp detective barnaby uh yeah and uh i feel like uh yeah that's exactly who this house is for it's for a group of college people who do not know that they are adults yet but who do not know that they are not children anymore college is the best place to find out you're an adult like it's a safe space should be like I feel I feel like everyone should have a college experience. Yeah. Like that, well, oh, that, yes. that would be my that would be if if like like say Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's come come through like seventy percent tax rate, like we should put that into like a college experience for everyone. Like I've, you graduate high school, you're not an adult yet. You can't do adult right. stuff. Just have a four to eight year period where you like learn to be a human yes. being. I have like, friends who did not have the college experience, big air quotes, uh-huh. and who are kind of maladapted right like well, they... i kind of want like a this is a weird sort of weird thing to say but follow me down right uh like a german model where after you graduate from 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 high school you have to join the army Ooh. not necessarily the army okay um so you have to do some so you either join the army and you do two to four year tour as the army it's a german army so you're not doing anything right or you have to join sort of like a uh, um like a, a public help group so you have to you have to join like a AmeriCorps or okay. something like that so yeah, sure. if you don't want to if you don't want to like be a soldier that's fine uh you have to do something something societally benefit beneficial for your society like right. i feel like and this is just talking from personal experience i wasn't ready to be a human being right. like, oh, no one out of is. high school no one is at 18 years old yeah. no one is like i feel like I feel like I needed to like age a little bit, mature yes. a little bit. Like yes. and that and that's something you can only see when I, you're looking back on it. Truly, I don't feel and 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 I think actually all science supports this. I don't feel like I was a human until 30 years old. Me too. So yeah. if you want to like 12 years you can have them. Like, <laughs> well, truly, that's, let me let that's me the develop. future the Democrats want. <laughs> Is to develop, but I, I mean, ideally, like we want like a federation future, right? Yeah, that's our fa- yeah. that's our thing where you're like, okay, so you're you graduated from all the schools, you've, you've right. learned everything you need to learn. Yes. Hey, let's work on you as a person for yes. a little bit. Yes. Like, yes. Like, let's let's let you let's let's let you age you know a little what? bit, you like a fine wine. You're gonna get better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can do whatever you want. You need like an intro mode to being an adult. Yes. Like a tutorial. Have a cat. Have a dog. Have a pet. <laughs> It'll prepare you for a child, I swear. Uh, yeah. You don't know that yet. Ooh, do you know that? How did um, Schlingy prepare you for Luke? Uh, I cleaned up poop. <laughs> That's your only... Yeah. Your, okay. I mean, I need to take both of them outside. <laughs> okay. That's it? No, I mean... Poop and outside. Uh, a pet is very different from a cat. Uh, actually, when I had my kid for the first time, I didn't know how to interact with children so i interacted right. with like a dog right because i've only had dogs I'm, right. not, I'm not a cat person and there's nothing wrong with cats right but uh i'm not well, a... oh, oh, oh. dogs are so different from cats yeah they're very they're, they're very because different. my cat i never re- had to interact with right my cat could have lived a full <laughs> life <laughs> no. away from me well in defense of dogs whenever one whenever anyone tries to sell their cat to you they say oh my god He's so like a dog. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been to a house where they're like, oh my God, you're going to love this dog. He's so like a cat. No, you've never <laughs> been to that dog. You've never been to that house. Sure. So like, 
So like, that's not the point. The point right. is like, I interacted with my kid like I would a dog. So right. I'd be like, oh, you're gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> like, I do that like, like that quick jump right. where the, like dogs do when they want right. to play, like throw your hands out. Right. Like, so I get on my hands and he's like, oh, and he wouldn't react to it. Like okay. he'd be like, mm, this is dumb okay. or weird or he'd start crying or something. Yeah. So it was, it was, I had to relearn a lot of stuff. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. But that's good for me. That helps yeah. me. Don't worry. No, I'll, go home. I'll be there to help you. What does you. the home of this person look you know, like? Oh, right? oh, okay. So yeah, well, I think cats, we've already established dogs, dogs animals, animals. I've ferrets, been in this house. Weasels. So it's like, it's like, yeah, it's everybody's it's like house in college. Six college students and then like three crust punks. Yes. And this guy is one of the crust punks. <laughs> Welcome to a segment we like to call Bare Naked Males, where we read a question from one of our viewers. Go ahead and give the email address. Uh, our email address is it's uh, at bin done pod. Nope, that's our Twitter. <laughs> um, it's all been done. It's podcast. all been done podcast. Oh God, why did you pick all those? I don't know. There's too many words. Can it just be? It's all been done. It's all been done podcast at, at gmail.com. If you want to email us, you're more than welcome to email us. Whatever you feel like emailing us. So here's a question from a man named Michael Collette. Michael Collette. He posted to our Facebook page. The best page. a man can get. The best a man can get is Michael Collette. He said, hey, big fan of the podcast. Well, thank you, Michael. And I have a very strange question that has been bugging me for years oh, as a BNL fan. Those are our favorites. Are? Let's let two idiots answer them. <laughs> are Jim Cregan and Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman and Batman the Animated Series, the same person? So now I am post. I am showing Evan a picture that Michael has posted to our page. So are Jim Cregan and Kevin Conroy? Kevin Conroy are they the same person? So I feel like uh, Jim Cregan is the son of Conroy and like Andy Samberg because his <laughs> eyes are a little bit smaller than Conroy's. I mean, the ones I'm looking at right now, Conroy has a pretty big hair. He looks. Oh my god, he looks more like the Joker than Batman. It's funny that his name is Kevin Conroy, like Kevin Hearn. I think he might be the child of Jim Cregan and like if Kevin you would, Hearn. If you would photoplasm uh, Jim Cregan's face onto Conroy's head, uh-huh. you would have Ambi... And, and change, his, change his hair to dark, you would have Andy Samberg. Change his hair to dark? Yeah, I mean, you're just doing... No, I truly feel like... What's weird is that Jim Cregan has never aged. If you look at pictures from, mm-hmm. like, Bare Naked Ladies 1992 and Bare Naked Ladies 2019, Jim Cregan is the same person he the entire time. He has aged like a fine wine. Like, One, he's gotten way more distinguished. 100%. And, and Kevin Conroy kind of looks like him. Like, red hair, like, sardonic smirk. 219 in, if you uh, call an answer... Is the look you need to you need to put on the page two nineteen two colon one nine Jim Cregan gives to the camera in uh um is looks like Kevin Conroy yes okay I agree with that you don't even know I think Kevin Conroy I think Jim Cregan might be Batman that might be a real thing ooh, that exists ooh, in our ooh, universe okay so he's got millions of dollars right I I want to assume he's got millions of dollars like. I don't know how much professional musicians make who's made who have made it. I said, uh, so so like the bare naked ladies probably make bank, right? I'm sure they do. Like 
I mean, what is the? What do you think they? People are Spotifying them just to hear the fucking the Brian Wilson yes. and the yes. and the yes. Yes. So I'm saying that like, what do professional musicians bring down? Like uh, on like bare naked ladies caliber. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like I feel like Ed, Tyler, Jim, like in touring, and I, I I'm not gonna. Honestly, I bet they don't sell a ton of al- of new albums. Right. Like, like they're not going double platinum or shit. Right. Like, I'm, I'm nudes, saying they, fake nudes that not go double platinum. I'm I'm saying they sell pretty well. Like they probably what 10, 20k. Like they're selling tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands. This is my guess. So I mean, they're making huge royalties on their albums. Right. But, like their concerts, they're making bank on. Like right. The concerts, all the BNL concerts I've been to, have been pretty well attended. And they, right. you make you make good money on concerts. My understanding of it is, I mean, I'm not I'm not a musician, but like, it went number forty eight on the Billboard charts, the which bo- is not bad. The Bull Boy, the Billboard. <laughs> Stop fucking. You said Bull Boy. <laughs> so, uh, so okay. So what 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 is uh Jim Cregan's salary? Do you think? What do you think he makes every year? <laughs> I bet he makes ninety thousand dollars. I was gonna say a hundred. So we'll, we'll That's say not, fair. Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five. I mean. I bet he makes more than that, but let's say 95. Okay. Could you be Batman <laughs> on 95K a year? <laughs> and what kind of no. Batman would you be? No, 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 no. You could not afford all the fucking gadgets that Batman affords on $95,000 a year. Yeah. No. Kevin Conroy also could not afford that because I'm sure voice actors earn less than mm-hmm. musicians. Okay, so neither of them could be Batman. <laughs> Correct. You know who could be Batman? Who? Donald Trump. <laughs> and you know how much he shit the bed? <laughs> How much? All of it. That bed is just entire shit. He shit the whole bed. He shit the whole bed. Thanks for your question, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, that was a really good question. Ev, we did it. Holy shit, we, we made did it a all whole episode. The way. You can check us out on Facebook on It's Been it's One Week. <laughs> it's been one week. <laughs> it's all been done a Barricade Ladies podcast. You can check us out on Twitter on at Been Done Pod. All the other podcasts I listen to where they drink, they don't sound drunk. But you sound very drunk. Evan, what are you plugging this week? Hey, um, I don't know. Buy my books, please. Okay, great. I want to sell a bunch. The Red Hours. The Red Hours, yeah. What but else? What other books have you ever done? Just The Red Hours. I'm going to have actually- You've got other books. I've actually have a couple of books coming out this year, but I'll plug them, I guess. I really? Spot. Yeah. Coming out the- this year. Evan! Yes? You are a delight, as always. Saker, would you please forgive me? I can't believe we did this whole episode so badly. Ah, I cannot How much love myself. we talk myself. about toxic masculinity? I mean, that's it figures prominently into my thinking, so I think that I talked about it a lot. Y'all, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for suffering through all this. We'll see you again in one week. One week.